Welcome, bienvenue to the Fantasy Tools Podcast. This is a show where fantasy tools discuss fantasy tools. I'm your host, Eric Rentz, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael Peterson. Our mission is to discuss fantasy baseball and the tools that we're developing that help us manage our teams. Cue that intro music. feeling the stress like it's been years since i've actually <laughs> i you know i was watching a twins game and they're like well it'd be great to make it for the first time since 2010 <laughs> like oh or win the division for the first time since 2010 win the division like, for the first time yeah you made it the one game playoff once right i don't i'm or not twice. gonna i'm not gonna count that but yes we did but so and the best part is that you know i'm watching this game and they're playing the tigers and it's of course garden hire <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so, I know this guy. So, I know that he can screw this game up. What do you think? Are the Red Sox going to make it? <laughs> no. Okay. No, they're not. I'm actually more. I've already mentally said they're out. You're done. So there's. I don't know how they would be able to make up. What do they have to make up? Five and a half games. Yeah. Five and a half and twenty-five. Crazy uh, things have happened. Yeah, that. not with the way that they're playing. Um, good point. I've already pivoted to. Can Tampa Bay get knocked out so that my my Oakland prediction is right. That that's a good I mean that's a good question. We're we're we are sitting at like our that bet box is still really battling it out. You know, 2 weeks later there's no more clarity. Yeah. Yep. I do not look you look better on the AL if the if the Twins get it. Basically, if the Twins get it, you you uh you get two. I'm fine on the AL. Yeah. Right. And then if they don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know. It looked like the NL was sewed up, and then it's like getting a little wild over there. On the other side, my St. Louis pick. I know your St. Louis pick is is looking good. I I feel bad because like I really want the Brewers to make it too. I know. I want the brew. I like the Brewers, and in a way, and we'll talk about this later. Kind of like Arizona. I know. I know. I know. We will talk about that. We gotta come. We gotta circle back to that at the end. Well, let's let's pivot to uh, an equally wild sporting. Uh, looking, staring down the barrel of an NFL season right now. I uh, pulled up ESPN. Your Giants are uh, previewed at number 31. You guys are going to be better than the Dolphins. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's always scary when it's uh, it's clear that they're the second best team in New York. It's it's rough. Actually, you know, they're, it, it's, ne- they, I mean, 31st by, ESPN, like, come on, whatever. But very real, the Bills and the Jets are better than the Giants again <laughs> for like three years running, which is just a, a joke. All right, I I have to know because I feel like I wouldn't be doing a good interviewer job if I didn't ask. What do you want to happen at quarterback? Um, them not to have drafted this guy. Really? What? Who? What? What a freaking waste! I mean, let's just let's just bomb. Get the Clemson guy next year. Okay, we're gonna be terrible. The blurb of an on ESPN is: Can the Vikings' vaunted defense return? I think that's, that's a question. Fits. I don't think I asked myself that in two fantasy drafts. Is uh, are the Vikings' defense? Is that the defense to? Well, we shall see what happens starting up 
this weekend. Kickoff is uh, Thursday, Green Bay and Chicago. I'm ready. NFC North right there. It's wild, not Patriots, right? There isn't supposed to be the champions? No, there's Sunday night football against the Steelers. So they were like, we can't give this audience on a Thursday night. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, a little sneaky. All right, this week on the pod, we are going to review the review sessions as we stare down the last <laughs> 25 games of the season. We're going to look at what we did well and what we made, might have needed to do a little bit better on. And then in the second half, I'll give you a real quick D3 plotting update and refer you back to our webpage. So here we go. There we go. Believe it or not, we're just a little bit past the halfway point of the pod season. Doesn't feel like it. <laughs> Doesn't feel like it in the sense that we should be done or we just started this Feels season. like I have so much time left to write the ship in TGFBI and I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel as well. Like, wait, there's only three weeks left? Like, no! Totally. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. I missed the ad drop last Oh, whatever. It's fine. I have no time to, to So we're basically, we're basically at the end of the fantasy season. So I thought with the confluence of these two things... Behooves us to take a look at how we've done with the review sessions, especially as we're gearing up to think about some of the off-season, some of the way-too-early drafts and rankings. Fair enough. So I thought I'd just ask a couple questions. We, By the way, we have reviewed, today will be our 30th player when we review them. Do, 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 do. So we have, a, we have a good sample here of 29 players that we've reviewed. I thought we'd ask, who's the best player we've reviewed? Who's the worst player? And I'm leaving that pretty open in the sense that they could have been the best at the time that we reviewed them, or they could have been the best in the time since then. And the converse is true as well for the worst. And I'm just, you can be as mad as you want about the fact that we reviewed Chad Pinder, but he's still semi-relevant. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So I'm not going to, uh, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to re- tell you uh, all the guys that we reviewed. Suffice to say that we'll try and give you the dates that we reviewed them. So if you wanted to go back and listen to it, you you could find those. You know, it's, you you did highlight this guy, but I would have I would have pointed him out as well. Um, Chad Bellinger, uh, good Chad, Chad. <laughs> Chad, Cody Bellinger, Chad, his uh, evil step twin. Um, <laughs> Cody Bellinger was the best player that we reviewed remained one of the best players until somewhere a little bit after the the um, MLB playoffs and has cooled down significantly but I thought that was that was a very well-timed review he was up he was in the top 10 he went from being in the top 10 to being number one the week that we reviewed him we said this guy is really good he's been really good for many many teams I, so I, I think that if I'm talking about global trends, we did well once the actual baseball season started with who to pick. If you look at the guys that we reviewed in the preseason, we missed except for your choice number one when we reviewed Ronald Acuna. Yeah. I mean, that was that's like a, he's a must review. In some ways, it would have been more fun to review him a little bit later when we had a little bit more of a track record in the season. Because we, you know, we reviewed him, let's see, on on February 20th. So we'd seen nothing. You know, we'd basically seen no preseason. And we were saying, like, you know, he's going in the top 10, and we're a little bit concerned about that. There's not really that much of a track record. And, and well, you know, we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And 
here's okay. So actually, the craziest thing about this is that I I gave you both their their year to date stats, the stats that they've accumulated up until right up until today, uh, and then I also prorated their values because thinking about our projections for next year, we're going to be looking at the per plate appearance numbers. So I just normalized <clears> everybody to six hundred and asked, all right, well, what did they get? <laughs> Ronald Acuna hit six hundred plate appearances in his one hundred and twenty ninth game. He's getting an insane amount of plate appearances. That is wild. The only person yeah. who the only person who in theory would take fewer games to get there is George Springer. And that's just that that offense is just that much better. Yeah, that's right. But I I think it, it's just <laughs> it's wild to me that Ronald Acuña is somebody whose numbers, whose total numbers are going to get revised down because mm-hmm. like in I know I like that. In terms of a per plate appearance, right? Like there aren't that many guys that wear rating down. But where the, that's called the Altuve, actually. That is called you the have Altuve. to prorate down. So, so he's getting a big old Altuve penalty, which is really funny. Getting Altuve, yeah. Wow, uh, I like that. No, I mean he's, geez, he's been, in a way, he's been at as advertised because he's because of that thirty thirty. I mean forty thirty, really. Like let's be let's be clear. Um, I mean he has he has a legit shot. Well, it's pretty unlikely, but if he sniffed forty forty, do you think he'd go for it? Yes. I mean, I as do. as of this recording, right, September third, he's got thirty six home runs and thirty three stolen bases. <laughs> I mean, that's that is close. Alfonso Soriano was the last one in two thousand and six, forty six forty one. That was that was in three hundred seven West. I was adjusting those lineups, putting garbage next to Alfonso Soriano. He was so good that year. What a time. What a time. So I think we we did a, we had a good choice in reviewing him. We also had a, like other guys that I think we had good choices in reviewing. Um, I would say it was good that we reviewed George Springer at the beginning. We obviously, the season, a little bit derailed. Um, I'm glad that we reviewed Eddie Rosario early, somebody who also was super impactful over the course of the year. Yep. I did actually build a thing that will run their stats right up until the day that we reviewed them. And that like that's an interesting... It's an interesting thing as well. I think that's my vision for what we'll do with the review sessions at the end of the year. One of these that I'm remembering that I think we said some good stuff on was Juan Soto. Yes. I was we're just I, like, yeah. we look at him and we're like, hey, you know, he's not performing quite up to what he should be, but this guy is freaking good. And this guy yeah. looks amazing when he's playing. And that's what these reviews are about is like we have – you know, there are these two distinct pieces of baseball analysis. There are the statistical analyses that we like to do, and then there's the actual scouting. Yep. We're not real scouts, <laughs> but we know sports enough to be able to watch and be like, wow, that guy, like you watch the guys on the fields, it's like, that guy looks good in a uniform. That guy is showing some things that I really like. And, you know, his, his stats don't back it up, but then you're like, okay, well... I have a feeling that my eye test is going to be better than what the stats are. No, that was that was right a now. good hit on because okay, so we reviewed him on May eighth. I mean, he's one of the only guys on this list. There's only a handful of guys that are going to have a hundred runs, a hundred RBIs if they get to six hundred plate appearances. He's one of those guys, and he's doing it with yeah. a two ninety five average. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. Thirty and ten. I mean, that's that's uh, that's a gr- that's a great guy to have on your team. That's what George Springer was always supposed to be. That's right. 
That's right. I mean, considering that, like, contrast him with the guy that we reviewed the following week, Max Kepler. We reviewed him on, on May 16th. He's, he's not going to hit as many runs or RBIs. He's 30 points off him in batting average. Their home runs are comparable, and Kepler gives you no stolen bases. No stolen bases. Yeah. But, I mean, Max Kepler, we also reviewed it at a good time where it was That's like, true. hey, you know, this is a guy that, you know, has had some down downtime, and then, like, then the next week we're like, he went on a tear. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. man, is he fluky, but he's pretty good. Uh, one other through line that I'll bring up is that we have not reviewed a lot of guys with, with truly horrendous averages. We clearly shade towards guys with decent averages. <laughs> I mean, we have, we have two, I'm looking at two outliers, but basically apart from that, everybody hit above 250. I mean, JBJ and Hunter Renfro. The two of them are just like, <laughs> can barely roster them. Yeah, well... I, that's the way that we think about players is that we we try to to go for players that um that are going to hit uh, a high average and i th- i think i'm just tr- i think i'm trying to identify a bias that you and i have in picking players it is that that is a huge bias that we have we don't pick guys that are going to have a low average yeah neither of us has ever been totally confident in just saying like i don't care that this guy's going to hit 220 he's contributing to the team in other ways uh, I mean, I have had those guys. I oh, mean, I back have. in the Adam Adam Dunn days, yeah. I had Adam Dunn several years in a row, and I like that. But then I I got burned by Chris Davis season. Like yeah. Adam Dunn yeah. is sort of a bit of a unicorn in that kind of sense of like he's he was going to hit you forty home runs, he was going to get you a hundred RBIs, and he was going to hit two twenty. Right. And you're like, yep. I'm going to accept that because of the consistency of those three things. I I know what to expect. Whereas someone like C. Chris Davis, it would be yeah. like, I am going to hit, you know, five for 30 this week. <laughs> and four of those and home it, runs. I, and then four of them are going to be home runs. Next week it's going to be one for 30. And then next <laughs> week it's going to be 10 for 30. And you're just like, I don't know what I'm going to get yeah. in a given week. And that, that variation would kill you and i right and we have never i certainly i'll speak for myself i've never mastered the art of putting together a team that can ride out individual weeks like that like yeah, i i neither i always try to build my teams around like christian yelich level <laughs> Votto level mm-hmm. certainty in average i like that too should have picked up michael brantley i really we did want michael brantley speaking of somebody else that we reviewed this year I don't know. I think, I mean, this this was worthwhile to do. I think I built some of the tools that I'm going to need to do this at the end of the season because we'll definitely want to do it larger. And I yep. do want to, I do want to, looking back at these, get a better sense of what was happening at the actual time that we reviewed them. Like, I really want to set up a scraper that accumulates their stats up to that day and then looks at, okay, what are their stats after that day? Did we have a good, did, did we have a good handle on what they'd done so far? and what they were going to do for the rest of the season. Yep. I think that's an interesting interesting question to ask. So we'll get back to that. Oftentimes in a review, one of our favorite things to do is estimate the height and weight of the players. There's no way that this guy is 6'1". 6'1", 165 pounds, according to CBS. No, no, no. 5'10", 165 pounds? 
I think the 165 pounds is closer to correct than 6'1", yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should play a game. Which one of these stats is closer to correct? <laughs> I eat and wait, just go through, guys. <laughs> Michael, you have some D3 updates for us? I, well, I do. And basically, it's just an encouragement to go to the webpage and, uh, and check out this animation again. And I, I mean, it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. It is an upgrade. It was an improvement. I like this. There's, there's one cosmetic improvement, right? I actually put the target field walls on there. Yeah. <laughs> From <laughs> which I, which I, extracted the vertexes from a picture of tar of target field <laughs> really oh yeah. wow yeah yeah man it was great i converted it to pixel space and like okay here's where they are it was it was fun but in actuality the thing that's that's useful is the thing that we talked about last week which is putting a slider bar in there yes yeah you so now you have exit velocity you have a slider bar in it so it'll query out based on those exit velocities between a range Oh yeah, and just uh, move that slider, and you can you can see interesting stuff. I mean, we're not exactly we're not exactly talking groundbreaking here because it's exactly what you expect. Like, hit the ball harder, you either get better outs in the infield, or you'll get home runs. Wow! And I just I saw an outlier. I have this in. Oh, um, are you looking in right field? Give you, no, it's a. Uh, let's see, what is this? I have the slider set at zero to sixty. Okay. Ooh. What is this actually? Zero to sixty. And uh, Max Kepler didn't get to a Jorge Soler. Um, oh yeah, Jacob Rizzi's mad at him. Pop up. No, it's not a. It's not a pop up, right? He chopped it well, down. Eight, negative eight degree angle. So that. <laughs> how did that even? Happen? I don't even know how that works. <laughs> that just means just means that whoever was manning first base at that moment did nothing. I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it was Miguel Sano. That's my guess too. <laughs> Are you not within my? girth uh then i'm not gonna get the ball i'm always amazed when he when sano stabbed something at third base and frankly the announcers are too you know he's he's sort of i think he's a little bit maligned he is a tree and he can he can field within a shuffle step of where he's standing so it's up to people like us to tell him where to stand that is very true and you, you can basically see i think you can basically see where he stands if you like put it on if you do like a 60 to 80 there's a really strong cluster yeah like just near yeah. right next to the bag right next to the bag <laughs> so i i'm happy with the slider <laughs> because you this is the type of thing this is basically what we talked about this gives you access to that other dimension where you can actually do some cuts on on interesting things now yeah this is really cool i like that it renders in real time i will say that i mean obviously anyone can look at the code because all you have to do is look at the web inspector the code is atrocious right now just know that i have not figured out how to clean up d3 code <laughs> well we will get there well i don't d3 know i don't know when that's right. when that's gonna rise to rise to the level of must <laughs> So, oh my God, yeah, I know I hate that. So this is this is another time for me to ask you for an assignment, sort of. What I mean, what do we want to see out of out of an interactive like this? I mean, I'm obsessed with this target field one, but I have to grow and move on. What do we want to see? Like, what's another uh, what's another interesting interactive that I can try and put together the software for? Well, do we want to see this on? I mean, do we want to see one player across all? stadiums i've thought about that but i don't know what that i don't know what that does for you i mean 
I, I mean, I could put up just like a mock. Like, I don't know if it matters that you see the actual stadium itself in that case, or if you just want like, this is the archetypical. No, we MLB. don't want the stadium itself. You do want the stadium itself. No, you don't. You oh. don't want the state stadium walls, but you want to have uh, the foul foul lines. Yeah, that's okay. That's a good point. I mean, I'll just put together like a like a very typical looking stadium, which will basically be target Question field. Is, do you want a hitter or a pitcher? Mm, I mean, you can, you can do either. You can do both. I'll do one of each, and we'll see what it looks like. Well, you want to see as many points as possible. So, I mean, Kyle Gibson. Ooh. <laughs> Anyone who goes to contact and uh, let's see who doesn't strike out a lot that that'll put the ball in play for us frequently. I mean, it's basically like Altuve, right? <laughs> Joey Votto. Well, not not anymore, but Votto <laughs> from a different season. That's a good idea. Uh, Adam Jones. It is a he's a uh, is one who puts a ball in play a lot. Used to not not as much anymore in Arizona. I, I actually feel I feel pretty good. About I feel good about that recommendation. So I'm gonna do I'll do one pitcher and one hitter. I think that makes sense in terms of something that is applicable. This was like just a fun, like can I actually make this work? Uh, yeah. But now I'll switch to something that uh, might be more helpful for our our fantasy purposes. Great. And we can build out models from there. It'll be fun. We got to do that. I got to figure out the G star statistic. As I've said, it's just incremental improvement. I think that about brings us to the review session. Kettle Marte. That's right. We uh, I consciously avoided discussing him before. Looked at his stats a little bit. On pace numbers for Kettle Marte, 152 games, 105 runs, 95 RBIs, 34 home runs, 10 stolen bases, and a 321 average. He's the type of guy we're supposed to be reviewing. <laughs> he is. No, oh, and he, um, 25 years old, touted prospect who fell apart and then is all of a sudden back on the scene like this is the guy that we need to to identify he looks good he looks good yeah he looks like a guy i want to own he's on my tgfbi team for a reason i know he's on mine too (laughs) no i'm just saying but like he's the type of guy that we want to own he is our guy exactly and now i will say i watched the game the thursday game i think okay um he once you when you see him batting, it just it doesn't quite. He's too small for like the stance that he has. Agreed. I'm a little bit concerned about that. He's also he's batting number one, but he's also like more of a number two hitter. They batted him third on Monday. Oh, I watched, really? I watched him yesterday, and they batted him third, which is weird. <laughs> After Rojas, maybe it was just the game that I was watching. Let me see batting orders. I have a better. I I can find this a lot easier. Oh yeah, they have. Let's see. Do, 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 do. Okay, so they've had a lot of Jared Dyson. Ooh. I was watching the outlier game. Dyson is is first a lot, so that makes a whole lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah, I think third was a good spot for him, but third would be a really good spot for him if they still had Paul Goldschmidt. <laughs> right. Oh man. <laughs> Like no, he would be if Paul Goldschmidt was third and he was second. Wow, oh, would that be good? But Escobar has been pretty darn good this year. No, he's not. Yeah, but they, but the game that I watched, they were batting Rojas second. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're not. Um, that's not getting Marte. That's not necessarily getting Marte favorable looks. Set, 
you got to set your players up for success. And that's <laughs> not really setting them up for success. That was, I am going to just give the Dodgers a new look here because who knows? I, the, uh, so that was a good, I, I was actually really happy to watch a Diamondbacks game. Have not tuned in for a Diamondbacks game this season, I don't think. Quite frankly, always like the Diamondbacks. Have never really had a problem with them. Them beating the Yankees in that World Series kind of helped. That was ideal. That was a fun. <laughs> that was, that was just ideal. what the doctor ordered, right? That was yeah, that was good. I think them pivoting. You know, this is this is like dating us, but I think you know pivoting to the color scheme away from the uh, teal and purple, which I I really appreciated because that color scheme I could see it really clearly. This the teal one and is, purple. This one's just kind of like a brown thing, right? Like the like it's just like big brown smear. Like okay, <laughs> the copperhead, copperhead red pink purpley color yeah less of a fan of it less of a fan of it i know i mean they had such success with the old color scheme so why go away from it really that's, that's what i feel like too i did see kettle Marte hit a home run which was very satisfying you did i, I did, did not. i did on a three two count <laughs> these like it's still free swinging <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's. I mean, that's one of the things that you're like, okay, this is what the concerns are for next year, because um, as I said, I, I mean, he's going to be exhausted after this year. Yeah, and the I question is, that. is he going to be able to pick up where he left off? Probably not. Um, is he going to be? Is he going to be a ownable guy? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. I, I, setting the expectations, though, I mean. What is and and then what's his eligibility going to be next year? Uh, he must have multi. He must have pretty good multi eligibility, right? Does he have two or three positions? He has several positions for this year. He has three positions for this year, depending on you know what your your rules are. Let's see what he where has he played. He, and it, seeing him in center field, it's like oh okay, get it. <laughs> he should have um, a shortstop in center. Or an outfield next Oh, time. no. Yeah, second second outfield, 10 games at shortstop. So depending on what your rules are, that's pretty good. very well might have eligibility next year. That's, boy, that's that's pretty nice. That, would, that's that pretty is nice. pretty good. I do like that. Uh, scrolling through his stat cast thing here, he basically swings at the first or second pitch every time. He has, but he has much better outcomes when he waits. So hopefully he'll age into that. Because I... The other thing that I was patience. The other thing that I saw when I was watching the game, right, is that he had five at bats. In four of them, he only saw two pitches, one or two pitches, and then <laughs> he does not. He he is. <laughs> then the one where he saw more than two pitches, pitch he hit a home run. So like, hey, buddy, correlation. <laughs> patience. This is Luke Skywalker in Yoda's cave. Like patience. Well, I I like him. I do Top. too. So what do you think next year? Top. He's going to be a top 60 player. Oh, yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd... Is he going to be a top 30 player? Mm, depends on what happens with the team around him. Will he be drafted in the first three rounds? Um, In some leagues, but I think his ADP will... I'm going to guess his ADP is like 45. I think you're right. Um, but I'll take, I'll take the under on... Wow. I'll take the under on 40 that he returns 42 and a half value. 
So this is a one year pod. Yeah, I was like, wait, so you're giving me you're giving me the evaluation for pod four point three oh. This is gonna be a it was gonna be for a year from now we're gonna check in on this one. Um yeah, no, I I uh oof. Okay, I'll take the over on that. I'm I like him a lot, but I'm not quite that bullish. I, I think that he's gonna be in the thirties next year. He's gonna somehow I think that you're right, he's probably gonna be in the forties. He's gonna be in that fourth round of picks. Uh he'll probably return third round value so maybe a, a jump in rounds at that stage that's you know that's the kind of player that you want to target yeah you're i know you're i know we're probably both going to take him <laughs> next year <laughs> all right i feel but i feel good i actually learned something watching him so i'm going to keep that in mind going forward picking guys uh nice. speaking of picking guys who do you want to watch next week <sighs> i think that we're going to have to watch the better marte starling marte it is Yep, Marte and Marte. That seems right to me. I just had to just had to do it. I had a couple of guys, and then I realized, like, what am I? Who am I? What am I overthinking this for? <laughs> exactly. All right, I'm in. Time for a little housekeeping. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter. Fantasy Tools, mind the Z. Thank you, Mild Manor, for letting us use your tunes. Be sure to follow them on SoundCloud and Facebook. Feel free to email us with questions or comments. Send us messages at fantasy.tools at gmail.com. Again. Mind the sea. All I've got left is worst of luck to you, buddy. Worst of luck to you, too. <laughs>